Senior Bowl is just coming around the bend. We're about 10 days away from me driving down there. I'm going to pick up Matt on the way. We're going to go down to the Senior Bowl. We're going to hang out with the Roster Watch guys, Alex Dunlap, the trash man. It's a great time down there in Mobile. And it's like mid-January right now, January 20th. And, and, and all the people in the fantasy football community that have you know joined us throughout the season, they're starting to taper off. But not the true ones, not the true dynasty degenerates, not the people that are interested in the NFL draft. We talk about dynasty. We talk about redraft, best ball. But this window right here, this is my favorite window of the year. I've been breaking down these prospects for a while now. And today, specifically, I'm going to talk about the 2023 Senior Bowl quarterbacks. It's going to be a quarterback preview just for the Senior Bowl. That's all the prospects we're going to talk about. There's only literally five dudes right now. Probably going to add a sixth the next week before we get down to Mobile. But there's five dudes right now that we're going to talk about. And then over the course of the next week and a half, I'm going to do a running back preview show, a receiver preview show, a tight end preview show. And then on Saturday the 28th, about a week from now, so eight days, I'm going to have Alex Dunlap on from Roster Watch. And we're going to break down some players to watch entering Mobile Senior Bowl 2023. And I'm excited. Um, this, this quarterback class is not as strong as last year's. You remember last year's conversations centered around the Malik Willis's of the world. Malik was the offensive uh, player of the week as far as the quarterback position goes. Other quarterbacks that played in the game last year, uh, all the guys that really were like up in the conversation, what ended up not being first round other than Kenny Pickett, but Sam Howell, Malik Willis, Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi got opportunities this year. Sam Howell looked good down the stretch. Washington looks like they're going to move forward with him in 2023. That's what they say. Um, we'll see what happens. Malik Willis showed flashes, but he just couldn't. I mean, I don't think the offense really was um, set up quite to, to benefit him as far as offensive weapons go in the receiving game, throwing the ball to Chris Conley and Nick Westbrook and Cody Hollister. It, not a great situation, but there was flashes. Um, not quite to the level that I expected or wanted, but there was some. Kenny Pickett was in this game, Desmond Ritter and Carson Strong. The whole crop was there. This year is going to be a little bit different as far as the crew goes, because the crew is not going to be the list of guys that you're expecting to hear. You're not going to hear the Bryce Youngs. You're not going to hear the, the Will Levises, the CJ Strouds, Hendon Hooker. None of these guys are in this game. It's Jaron Hall from BYU. He's 24.8 years old. Tyson Bagent. Tyson Bagent. I can't remember which. I think it's Bagent. Agent. Bagent Agent. It rhymes with Agent. Tyson Bagent, the son of Travis Bagent, the famous arm wrestler. Uh, the, the most accolades ever is among, among arm wrestlers. It's kind of a cool little side niche. You're going to hear that a ton throughout the process. Tyson Bajan from Shepherdsville, Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Tyson is a prolific, prolific passer um, from a small school. Max Dugan, you saw him play for TCU, get waxed in the national championship game. Max Dugan is 21.8. He's going to be the interesting one of this group and see if he can kind of elevate himself during the week ahead of these guys because he should. He should. Um, being a fourth-year senior, being kind of young. Clayton Toon from Houston, fifth-year senior, almost 24 years old, 6'3", 220 out of Houston. Uh, big arm, big cannon arm. We'll talk about him a little bit. And then the other one is Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner um, on tape looks very similar sized to Bryce Young, but he's a little more filled out in the lower body, and he's listed at 200 pounds. So it's likely he's going to come in underneath 200 pounds. If he was you know, in the 210, 215 area, it would be a lot more interesting. But Jake Hayner... He's a very solid quarterback, transferred in from Washington. We're going to talk about him as well throughout the show. Again, those are the five guys. And 
quite frankly, going through the quarterback class, none of these guys are in the top five. Uh, as far as my, my preliminary grading goes, that's uh, taken in film, that's taken in athleticism on field, uh, and uh, waiting for – we haven't, I haven't put in the dog rating at all yet. So, um, But as far as the film notes go and the film grades go, none of these guys are – and last year's class wasn't awesome by any means – None of these guys are of the ilk of the Malik's, the Howells, the Pickett's. Um, Jaron Hall had the highest film grade for me so far out of the senior bowl group, um, and that equated to 0.02 points behind Matt Corral from last year's class, and Matt Corral had a number five in last year's class. So it kind of put, tells you kind of where everything's kind of evening out from the film grade standpoint. There's multiple things that go into the overall grade, but uh, that's kind of just trying to give you a – a kind of a open uh, slate of kind of what we're working through right here. But I'm going to jump in and talk you through these t- these five guys and kind of what I see and what I'm uh, what I'm hoping for over the course of the next, I guess it'd be a week and a half down there in Mobile. All right, we're going to start out at the bottom of the list, and the bottom of the list is going to be Jake Hayner, six foot one, two hundred pounds from Fresno State. Uh, the film was all right on him as a transfer from Washington, 2018. Hayner missed. 2019, he started 23 games uh, combined in 2021 and 2022 at Fresno State, playing with Jalen Cropper as his main wide receiver. Completed about 67% of his passes in 2021 and 72% in 2022, so he kind of increased and grew throughout their five-year career at Fresno State. He had a 6-1, to nearly a 6-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio, 68-18, to and he won back-to-back 10-win seasons for the first time since 2017 at Fresno State. I like Jake Hayner. I wish he was bigger. He's 6'1", 200 pounds, like I said before. He looks like he's more in the 190 area. He looks very similar to a Bryce Young as far as the size goes. Uh, intermediate, intermediate field, he's dominant. It's, he's able to read the field well, place the ball where the receiver needs and wants it. Uh, he's got a great ability to break down uh, and keep upright, keep his eyes downfield. I love that. I think he, he's going to excel in the middle quadrants. and I, and I, it, it tells me that he can play at the next level, um, but the downfield strength against smaller competition it, it, and on inexperienced teams, that's where he, he kind of left a lot to be desired. Um, he can put a lot of air under the ball, which is more so like taking advantage of having those cornerbacks be slower on the back end or taking the risk out of the ball where you want to see these guys pushing the ball down the field. Like you're going to watch film on, on Will Levis or Anthony Richardson or even Stroud can do this at times where they're pushing the ball down the field instead of taking it and just be like, well, well, I know my guy can get under it because he's got the speed on these DBs. Uh, at the next level, it, it won't nearly be as easy as he's trying to make it look. Um, Hainer's undersized. He has the arm to play at the next level. Like I said, the downfield accuracy and strength is going to struggle in the NFL. But that comes with size, uh, as he isn't naturally big. He's very accurate uh, in most quadrants on the field, and he has a great understanding and ability to progress through reads. That's, that's kind of my main takeaways from this one. And though Case Keenum comes in at 225 pounds, that's the play style I have for him. And you're going to hear me talk about play style comps throughout the entire process. It's what I see when I'm watching him. Who do I see him playing like? Who do I see his play style there take after and like his abilities? Maybe, uh, you know, some guys don't have a, a complete because because their arm talents a little differently uh, and their arm moves a little different and their release points are different. They might not look exactly like that player. But that's also kind of how they played in college, and their potential career arc is someone of the long lines of Case Keenum, where he's not going to start year one. But there may be an opportunity at some point down the line. Case Keenum is a great comp that I liked for 
uh, Jake Hayner. And coming in as a preliminary, I, I graded 20 quarterbacks so far. Jake Hayner came in 15th overall on the quarterbacks list. Uh, appreciate you guys in the chat. If you're in the chat, leave a comment. I appreciate it. This is the future cast. We're going through the 2023 Senior Bowl quarterback preview right now. There's only five guys in the Senior Bowl at the quarterback position. But over the course of the next eight days, like I said, we're going to have five future cast shows. This is the quarterback one. The hair's going nuts right now. This is the quarterback one. We're going to have a running back show, a receiver show, tight ends, and the last one will be next Saturday, the 28th, where it'll be a players to watch at the 2022 Senior Bowl, 2023 Senior Bowl with me and Alex Dunlap. We're going to break down these guys. Click that like, click that subscribe if you're here on the YouTube, and make sure if you're listening on podcast that you leave a five-star rating because that is much appreciated. We'd like to get that rating number up to 1,000. Uh, we're in a big transition period. We're trying to move everything over so we can start showing MP4s, a.k.a. the streams, in the podcast feed. It'd be very much appreciated if you got us up to 1,000 reviews on the podcast. So make sure you just go over there, click that five stars, leave a little comment. Hey, this show's awesome. Boom, that's it. Hey, appreciate you, Matt. Hey, appreciate you, Cody. That's all we need. Five stars, send it. We appreciate you guys for doing that as well. But I'm going to keep talking about the class 2023 Senior Bowl. The next quarterback on the list is Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon's a fifth-year senior from Houston. Bigger body, bigger arm. This is why he is higher than Jake Hainer. Jake Hainer, a lot that goes into it is size. When we talk about the top-end guys after the Senior Bowl and – I start talking about Bryce Young. I don't need to talk about those guys right now. The, the mainstream is talking about Bryce Young. The mainstream is talking about Will Levis. If you followed me on Twitter at Carpenter NFL, uh, you will know where I sit with most of these top-end quarterbacks. And I'll send out nuggets every day about kind of where I'm at with some of these guys. You'll know. But we're not going to talk about them right now. Everybody knows who they are. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, blah, 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 blah. We want to talk about the guys – the bottom of the list, growing up the list. We're going to the Senior Bowl. Byron Lambert's at the Shrine Bowl. I'm going to talk to Byron after he gets back from the Shrine Bowl and ask him how Aiden O'Connell looks. Aiden O'Connell's smashed in for me right between Jake Hanner and Clayton Toon. And I'm going to compare notes and I'm going to say, what did Aiden look like? Why is Aiden deserving to be up here? I, Aiden looks like Trevor Simeon to me. What's he look like to you? Tell me something. And, we're, and I'm going to learn through that process. And we're, and we're going to compare notes and we're going to grow. But the point is, we're not going to just jump into the top end guys. All right. That's just not how the process should work. Uh, I've already scouted the top end guys, but we're going to talk about these guys because this is who matters. Brock Purdy, was he a top end guy last year? No, nah, not so fast. So Clayton Toon, like I said before, 6'3, 220 pounds out of Houston. His film grade was 20 and a half for me, uh, which is right at about the 65th percentile. Uh, he, he was thrust into a starting role with an injury to Derrick King. Many of you remember Derrick King from Houston. He was prolific. Then he went to Miami. Uh, Toon is a potent arm in an offense that is built around him and constructed by Dana Holgerson. Uh, over the course of five seasons, he had 104 touchdown passes. Uh, he never threw more than 10. He had 10 picks in three of those seasons, exactly 10 picks, and he think he had nine in one of the other seasons. Uh, incremental increases in production is exactly kind of what the NFL is looking for in a fourth- and fifth-year quarterback. Toon threw from 50, 50.4%. Completion percentage in 2018 as a freshman, and he proved all the way to 67.3% in 2022 while throwing for 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns. That is incremental growth. This is a guy, 6'3", 220, has the prototypical NFL size, has the arm talent, has the arm strength, and he grew in a system with Dana Holgerson to take the next step at the next level. 
And I'm kind of interested to see kind of what he's going to look like. Is he going to have the best arm? This whole, like I said, this whole group is 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 of the middle to lower tier at the quarterback class right now. And I want to see which one of these guys is really going to elevate himself. Toon is a guy that's getting a lot of media attention from those that are going to the Senior Bowl, and I've talked about him so far. Strong arm with the ability to stretch the field from most platforms. Attitude, heart. He makes every play, regardless of injury. You know, he had 12 rushing touchdowns over the last three seasons. He goes. He's a go getter. He's going to be. Uh, not in the lower quadrant of the dog rating for the quarterback position this year. Uh, he's got an irregular release. It's almost like a quarter cock release. It's like it's really like snap quick. There's a couple guys in this class that kind of have that. It's 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 not the most enjoyable thing to see or watch, and it's not very a it's not a very comparable uh, arm motion that you'll see in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see if anybody uh, through the draft process or the you know, kind of helps correct that a little bit and kind of help uh, bring around his accuracy even more. Uh, it does limit accuracy, and it limits his drive down the field, almost like a, a reach or a weird extension that kind of takes away a little bit from them. But as a professional quarterback, I think Toon will be a, have a great chance to start some games in the NFL. Uh, he can complete every pass. He, he sometimes with an is sometimes inaccurate downfield uh, or to the ultra wide side of the field if you you know the right hash and you have rolling right, throwing all the way back left from a, from a planted stance. He can do it. It just sometimes it's it's a little inaccurate. Uh, his spin is great. His spin is, is is up there with the top some some of the best in the class. Um, uh, the the cool thing about the Senior Bowl is that they have ball tracking and player tracking throughout this week. So you're gonna be able to see like the spin rate. I talk about the spin. The spin is the, the amount of times the ball goes around per millisecond per second. Um, the speed of the ball, uh, the speed of every player, miles per hour. Like they're doing ball tracking uh, down there at the Senior Bowl. So it's gonna be very exciting. I think Clayton Toon's gonna be up there. Uh, with you know one of the probably if not the strongest arm in the entire uh, senior bowl, so I'm very excited for him. He comes in at number 13 overall right now uh, in the quarterback listing, and he's number four uh, heading to the senior bowl. My play style comp, you know, this doesn't seem like great. You know, it, it's not like when you put a comp out there, you're like this guy's Adrian Peterson, Russell Wilson, right? A year ago, if I would have said Russell Wilson, you'd be like, wow, you can't do that for a guy you have ranked 13th, but. Russell Wilson play style. That's kind of how he plays. He's got the arm. He's got the big arm. Um, but there's a lot of there's there's some mechanics that are a little bit different for him. And he can run. He can move around. So Clayton Toon, I have a play style comp of Russell Wilson. He's coming in the red 13, like I said, above Aiden O'Connell, uh, two spots ahead of Jake Hayner, and right behind Malik Cunningham, uh, quarterback from Louisville. Now let's move on to the next quarterback. This one that I have a lot of question marks about because we saw early in his career. Uh, he kind of he, he almost just fizzled out. He's a four-star prospect. He was 189 pounds when he got to TCU. He's from Iowa, just a just a, just a dude from Iowa, and he really grew. Uh, he set the freshman passing records of 2,000 yards, 15 touchdowns. Not only was Dugan a competent passer, uh, but he ran a 4.58 at the opening coming out of high school from Iowa. I think that's kind of really what elevated him. 189 pounds, four-star prospect, ran a 4.58. He's got the speed still on the field. Does he have 4.58 speed? No. Because he's about 210 pounds, so he's put about 20 pounds on, 25 pounds on. Uh, be interesting to see if he can run still in that four-seven area because that'll be great for the next level. Um, he had 555 yards on the ground and six touchdowns uh, through his career. He improved from 53% to 63% passing uh, in two seasons with Gary Patterson as his coach. I, I'm I'm excited to see kind of what becomes of Max Dugan down here at the Senior Bowl. He's 21.8 years old. He's easily the youngest quarterback at the Senior Bowl. He played with Quentin Johnson, Darius Davis, and Kendra Miller, all guys in the 2023 NFL Draft, all guys, Darius Davis, incredible speed, Kendra Miller, 
one of the top end running backs in this class, and Quentin Johnson, obviously one of the top end wide receivers in this class. Um, Dugan's quick. He's fiery. Uh, he's got a great release. Um, his ability to get the ball out and, and use kind of an awkward throwing angles or awkward off platform uh, stances. He gets the job done. He's a hard runner with pocket presence, uh, and he's deceptively fast. Like he, he, he like I said, the four or five eights there. I don't know if he's got a four or five eight right now, but it's it's not far off. He can scoot when he has to scoot. Uh, the inaccuracies are, are when forcing plays is is kind of the the big thing that I'm worried about right now. Sometimes he can force balls into situations that he shouldn't. Uh, he's going to give you an opportunity downfield, like Quentin Johnson, the Darius Davis, but it comes with inaccuracies. It comes with with chance. Um, he's going to throw over your head. He's going to underthrow. He's going to throw picks, and more often than he's going to give you the exact opportunity uh, with a ball in your you know exact catch radius. But I, I really. I, the prospect of Max Dugan does get me excited. I just need to see a little bit more down here in Mobile. He's a guy that I talked about Clayton Toon as a big arm, and he can kind of take over this this week at the Senior Bowl. Max Dugan's a guy that can literally, you know, control the entire week. We saw him go to the national championship. Yes, they got dusted by Georgia, but they beat Michigan, and they had a great season, and they had big comebacks against Kansas State. And, and he's a he's a leader. He's a winner. Um, he, he just there's just a lot of inaccuracies and, and opportunities that he needs to fill in, like missing too many easy throws in the open field. That's what really worries me. Uh, he's a competent passer. The most successful be remembered in college uh, throughout his entire career. Uh, an unnatural passer that utilizes multiple arm angles, like I said, but he won't be able to pull the ball down and save a play as much in the NFL as he does in college where, you know, maybe, maybe he doesn't read, get to his third progress, third read in the progression and he just pulls the ball down and runs. You can't do that. You got to be able to get through all your progressions and then make a decision and feel that that position that uh, get to a, a progression. You have to be able to pull the ball down when you when you feel competent and go. And he'd rather just you know want to go. And it's you need to see a little bit more as far as the progression and 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 uh, I get you know, guess progressing through the entire process is kind of what I'm trying to say. I don't know what the word I'm actually looking for is, but anyways, um, that's Max Dugan. Uh, I'm, I'm like I said, you've already seen him on the screen. You've seen him against Michigan. You've seen him against Kansas state. He's the leader of this entire group. I guess I'd say, you know, Houston Fresno, uh, they're not of the ilk of TCU. So he should come in as the big dog, but I'll be interested to see how he kind of carries himself. My play style comp was AJ McCarron. And obviously you remember AJ McCarron more so from college than you do from the NFL, but We'll move on. We got two guys left to talk about here: Tyson Bajent and Jaron Hall. Both guys come in at right now at quarterback uh, six and seven on my list. Uh, Dugan and Bajent are actually back to back right now with exactly the same grade. Bajent is a little bit higher of a film grade that gives him kind of the tiebreaker through the process. But I want to talk about our sponsor right now. Go over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use that promo code Underworld. Of course, there's pickums still going on throughout the process. The divisional games are this weekend. There's four games this weekend. You can sign up for the Player Profiler Picks email. Go to playerprofiler.com forward slash newsletter. Playerprofiler.com forward slash newsletter. There'll be three picks from Underdog, from Sleeper, and from Rival Fantasy. And make sure you go over there. Literally just drop your email in. Playerprofiler.com forward slash newsletter. Drop your email in, and you'll get a free email every week. You'll get the Cody's Corner that comes out on Thursdays at noon. You get the Underworld Weekly that comes out today. DFS Domination, Dario's DFS Domination comes out on Saturday. And Player Profiler Picks comes out on Sunday. All four free emails. It's free content, free picks, free our best bets. What's going on in the Underworld? We know who's the best cornerback matchups of the week. 
who I, I mentioned. I, I talk about one rookie every single week in the Cody's Corner section. So go over there, tap in there. And, and with that, though, with the player profile picks email, you're going to get a free underdog pick every single week from Mahan Rungta. He's our in-house underdog kind of expert. He does the underdog pick em generator on the DFS Dominator tool. Make sure you go check that out as well. Underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code UNDERWORLD. Pick'ems. Best ball. Best ball is going 365 days a year, it feels like. And pick'ems, obviously, throughout the process. You get insurance on these picks on Underdog Fantasy. Go check it out and check it out today. Talking about Tyson Bajant today. Like I said, his dad, Travis Bajant, was a was a is an all-world arm wrestler. You know, you don't gotta go far to, to go onto YouTube and just type in Travis Bajant. Uh, type in Travis Bajant best videos. You're gonna get a guy that has high energy, high moxie. You know, if you were to put a dog rating at 10 is a is a max, this guy's at about about eleven and a half. Uh that's his dad, Travis Bajant. So uh, Tyson's a little more reserved, a little more quiet, but he does have that that go-getter mentality. He was a 2021 Harlan Hill Trophy winner, first team Division II All-American. Again, the Harlan Hill is the Division II Heisman Trophy Award. Tyson brings in that moxie, the energy, that pure arm talent, like I talked about, the NFL draft process. 2021 and 2022 combined, Beijing amassed 9,580 passing yards and 102 touchdowns. Again, he was playing at the Division II level. But he was dogging everybody. 69% completion percentage, 9,500 passing yards in two seasons at Shepherdstown in West Virginia. He had opportunities uh, to transfer away from Shepherd, um, Virginia Tech, West Virginia. Other schools were kind of dabbling in on him to, to enter the transfer portal. He didn't do it, or he entered the transfer portal, but then he came back because he wanted to play with uh, his team. And they went 13 and 2, the advanced uh, for the second consecutive season and lost the national semifinal again. Uh, Tyson's a 6'3", 210-pound guy that uh, has a good arm, extremely quick release, more of a sidearm whip, uh, can naturally make a ball miss high, as you see often in his games. There's a little work that needs to be done as far as making him a starter. Uh, I think the biggest note that I wrote down here is you know, his arm talent is apparent, and I'd love to see him push the ball a little more, but he progresses quick through everything. And he, he's not afraid to take his dump off or, or jog for three yards and take it, you know, to make a first and 10, turn into a second and seven, not a second and 10. He's not afraid to do that. He has the strength to get the ball down the field, like I said, uh, obviously in the family, that the, the arm wrestling, the strength and the, the genetics, I should say, of the arm talent you can see is apparent there uh, as well. Everything's there. The pure talent is showing. He just needs time with a competent offensive coordinator. That's the biggest thing. You're coming from a Division II program. You're not going to go in day one, be a first-round pick. It's just not going to happen. It's just not the way it is. But the Senior Bowl, that's why I give a, a great uh, you know, a, a appreciation for Jim Nagy, understanding like this guy needs this opportunity. He's, 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 he's pro-style. He's 6'3", 210. He can do it. He can make that next that next leap. I compared him to Luke Falk from Washington State. Many of you remember him, prolific passer from Washington State um, under the Mike Leach regime back uh, five years ago now. Um, what I want to see is I want to see you know the Jordan Love progression for him. I want to see him go in behind a guy like Rodgers, go in behind a guy like uh, Geno Smith, like Brady, and sit for one year or two years. And I think, you know, Gino, and again, Gino, putting Gino in that same conversation with Brady and with Rodgers isn't about that. It's about the fact that these guys are veterans. They've been around the block. They've learned a few things and they can help uh, Bajan kind of progress. And and Bajan's not going to come in and be like, oh, I'm going to take your job. Like, no, obviously he's going to try to. That's the goal. But he's going to learn from these guys because he respects them and because he understands that, you know, I'm going to come in from a Division II program. I'm not going to be ready from day one. 
Um, but I'd love to see him get an opportunity with a competent offensive coordinator. Again, that's the biggest thing that you see from these quarterbacks that get in. Brock Purdy wouldn't be Brock Purdy if it wasn't for Shanahan, Shanahan. And everybody knows that, all right? It's funny to talk about Kyle Shanahan, but Brock Purdy would not be where he's at if it wasn't for the help that, that Kyle Shanahan and even Jimmy Garoppolo put behind him to help him uh, excel in this opportunity because this is one of the toughest offenses to kind of get down, and he got it down in, uh, quite frankly, what, six months? Um, so it's pretty awesome. But I think Tyson Bajant, in a good opportunity, will have a good career, and I, and I really like his, his, his prospect. Jaron Hall is the other guy here, 24.8 years old from Brigham Young, 6'1", 205 pounds. Point blank, compared him to Gardner Minshew. That's what he is. He's at Brigham Young. He's had a couple concussions. He's banged up. He completed a missionary sir. He completed his missionary service in, in California during the 2017 season. He sat behind Tanner Mangum, Zach Wilson during 2018, 2019, and 2020 seasons. And then Wilson obviously got drafted. After four seasons, four seasons, Hall only completed 46 passes. So it would have been easy to be like, oh, fuck, I'm done. You know, four years is in. Uh, instead, Jaron came back. Fifth year junior this year. Um, he played baseball in 2019, played 30 games as an outfielder in 2020 when he got the chance to play quarterback. And he was named the first black quarterback in BYU school history, which I thought was very, uh, a very big accomplishment. I didn't know that that was, you know, I, I figured there was maybe one before that, but that's awesome. As far as Jerry Hill goes, 6'1, 205, like I said, finished with 5,700 passing yards, 67% completion percentage, and a 5 to 1 touchdown to interception ratio while at BYU. He's got the NFL mannerisms. He's got the flow throughout the backdrop. He can move throughout pre-pass. He's ready to rip it at all times with an arm strength and accuracy to float. But if you have great rapport with your teammates in BYU, it shows that you should be able to have great rapport with your teammates in the NFL. But he's on the slighter side. He's expected to be about 200, 205 pounds. He's got scramble ability. He's had multiple concussions. That's where I'm not happy about. He's had multiple concussions coming in. We've seen how that can kind of derail uh, the early career or a season by Tua down there with Miami Dolphins. If he'd never had a concussion this year, I think Miami would be, uh, we'd have a different conversation with what Miami's doing right now. He's going to be 25 years old in week one of the NFL season rolls around this year. Uh, he's unlikely to be a year one player. So you're talking about a guy that you have to spend draft capital on that's probably going to come in uh, and sit for at least a year, if not two or three, uh, before he really gets an opportunity. Not saying he can't play if someone gets hurt and then he gets thrust into position. He can play because he's got, like I said, the scramble ability. He's got the athleticism, and he can do it. If Hall was 22, he would be less of a question mark and more of a year-two starter uh, as far as expectation goes, a guy that you could sit for a year and play. Being 25 with a fourth-year breakout, uh, his upside's limited. There'll be a season where Hall starts just, just as Carter Minshew did. You're going to get an opportunity. What are you going to do about it? I think Hall plays five to eight years in the NFL – um, he sits right now at quarterback six for me. Like I said, I've went through 20 guys. Jared Hall comes in <clears throat> at quarterback six. He's almost 25 years old. There's a couple things that haven't been uh, programmed in there. That's combine speed. That's uh, combine, combine athleticism. That's dog rating. Uh, and then there's a couple other things that have to be plugged in here. But as far as the film goes and as far as the on-field athleticism, film athletic score, um, that's where we're sitting right now with Jaron Hall at quarterback six. If you have a question, I'll stand for one more minute. You can drop it in the chat, and I'll jump on over there and ask you, answer your questions quickly. But otherwise, this has been the future cast, and I'm going to break you down kind of the list I have right now. Um, I'm not going to talk about the top five because I've already talked about the top. I'll tell you who number five is because the top four is pretty apparent. All right, Any order, whatever order it is, you know who the top four is. Number five coming in, and like I said, 
I'm going to talk. I'm excited about this one. I don't know if Byron's listening right now, but Byron, <clears throat> I want to hear what Dorian Thompson Robinson looks like because I got Dorian Thompson Robinson sitting right at five. And this is a take I want to get out there right now. I liked Malik Willis last year. All right. Dorian Thompson Robinson is better than Malik Willis. Dorian Thompson Robinson, 6'1, 205. He doesn't have the lower body that Malik did. He doesn't quite have the arm strength that Malik did. But I love everything about Dorian. Not saying like I, I don't think he's obviously in that top tier because I think there's a massive tier break after the top four guys. But Dorian needs to be talked about just a little bit more. Um, and, and I think that you're going to see that coming out of the Shrine Bowl. I think he's going to be the lead dog at the Shrine Bowl. Byron's going to be there. I want to talk to Byron about that. Jaron Hall comes in at six right now. Tyson Bajant at eight. Sorry, at seven. Max Dugan at eight. And then we have a list of kind of old dudes uh, starting at nine or uh, 10, 11, 12. That is uh, Stetson Bennett at nine. He's 25.2 years old. Hendon Hooker, 25 years old. People are going to say, why is Hendon Hooker coming in at 10 for you? Because he's 25 years old and he's got an ACL tear. Um, I like what he has, but we'll talk about that a different day. Adrian Martinez is on this list. I think he formats more closer to a Taysom Hill at the next level. Uh, Freaky athleticism when he wants to be. And then Malik Cunningham comes in at 12, uh, right ahead of Clayton Toons. So that kind of gives you uh, a breakdown of kind of where everyone's at. Like I said, Toons at 13. Hayner is at 15 with Aiden O'Connell from the Shrine Bowl coming in right there at 14. So there is the list, and that is the 2023 Senior Bowl quarterback list. I'll come back with running backs. The plan is to do running backs tomorrow, Saturday, January 21st. And then we'll talk about receivers and tight ends next week, followed by the Saturday, January 28th episode with Alex Dunlap live on YouTube. And then it'll be on podcast before we head out to the Senior Bowl on Monday, January 30th. I'm so freaking excited to be headed out to the Senior Bowl again. Matt's going to be joining us this year. He hasn't been out there since Justin Herbert was a rookie. So that'll be a fun time. Be a lot of vlogs. Be a lot of back behind the behind the scenes um, videos and things going on. So be sure to tap into patreon.com forward slash carpenter NFL for more of that back behind the behind the scenes. I don't know why I think back backstage behind the scenes video footage and vlogs. That's my plan for patreon.com forward slash carpenter NFL over the next month and a half. Again, I'll be at the senior bowl January 30th to February 3rd. February 3rd, I'm jumping on a plane in Atlanta, going straight to Phoenix. I'll be in Phoenix for seven days for the Super Bowl. We'll be at Radio Row with Dario Ostein. We're going to be live from the Caesars Sportsbook uh, stage on Tuesday and Thursday, doing top 10 takeaways, the PropCast happy hour, doing live on the street interviews, talking to people, getting on different shows, doing that damn thing. And then we'll be back, coming back home, and we'll have to grind through two weeks before we go to the Combine in Indianapolis. So we get a, a very busy next few weeks. The Rookie guide is planned for and scheduled for the 20th right now of February. So we're about exactly a month away from the rookie guide being launched. Big number goal here. Big number goal here. I'm going to put it on wax. 420 evaluations will be in this year's rookie guide. And get ready because that's about to be exciting. The breakout finder is coming sooner than you uh, are expecting. Just stay tapped in. My 2.0 NFL mock draft is coming next Monday. We got a lot of shit coming down the pipe. And this was kind of the, the 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 launch right here. Rookie process, it's time. Let's ride. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the divisional round of the games. It's rookie season, baby. It's rookie season. Let's have a good weekend.